last time on Join the Party. We have some stuff we have to take care of before we go off on another adventure. Carrie Ann tries to confront the director about Steven, saying that director Lowe lost the whistle, but she blows up at Carrie Ann for talking to Steven in the first place, and he's just trying to get in your head, and you wouldn't know because you're just a teen. Phoebe swipes some baking soda while Springer has their back turned and grabs a branch from the tree outside the cafetorium. Wonder what that's about. But everyone's talking about Phoebe, 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 Phoebe. Jenny and Conway thinks Phoebe is weird. Carrie Ann and Les talk about how to apologize to Phoebe for Les being weird. And Les and Phoebe talk about their feelings without being too weird. Let's finish up these errands, shall we? We gotta get the party started. Ann and Les, after you're eating your box lunch, you were looking around for Phoebe, seeing yeah. if, she, if she wants to be around for figuring out what is going on with the director and the sheer cliff face. And you do not, you don't see her. She's nowhere around that you would usually find her. And uh, Les, you you run through Phoebe's entire schedule in your head that you memorized. Yeah, silently. Silently <laughs> in your head. And Phoebe is not where she's supposed to be. Um, this is not important to the plot or anything you just said, but I do want to just note that like Les ran through the lunch, the box lunch, and now is into his granola bar stash. Oh, for sure. Yeah. We've already established that Les eats a Michael Phelpsian amount yeah. of calories during the day. Exactly. So you said that she had a branch from the tree and she said it was about periods? <laughs> God damn. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, that's what she said. And there's um, something I don't know, and I have to ask about it. Oh, wait, is that not right? I mean, I don't, I, someone must not have told me, because the, I don't, I don't know. But um, huh. I think it's probably best if we, like, you know, like, put our presents, my very good presents, I definitely got you guys, like, back in the cabin, and yeah. maybe we can, like, do something else. But, um, yeah, I just, you know, last thing you want to do, bother someone, just letter sure yeah i heard um i read a book about some indigenous native americans that when <laughs> when people who menstruate would menstruate in their uh group of folks that they would like give them like the best cat like cabin lean to thing sure and, like be like yo this is like your time to shine like it's a spa to be a spa it's an indigenous indigenous spa you know we cut to carrie ann's health class that she took in seventh grade and um Mr. Mueller, who is the gym teacher, who uh -huh. wears a one-size-too-tight pink polo shirt mm -hmm. and very, very short athletic shorts, and it has five whistles around <laughs> his neck, says, Don't have sex! Just don't do it! Is he okay? Yeah, they didn't cover that um, there, no. Yeah, no, I didn't either. Don't ask me questions! It's gross! <laughs> <laughs> And then all of his veins in it pop in his head. Uh -huh. Yeah, you couldn't hear that from a voice. <laughs> uh, so like, yeah, we could just like um, we could just do this thing. Uh, I was gonna see 
um, maybe swing by. I was thinking maybe we swing by the uh, trippers and see if any of them trippers cabin see if any of them have like uh, maybe like, a camera we can borrow or like yeah. something some knowledge or I, I don't know maybe they won't. But are there um, are there those things where you like you can use a binocular and like see through a rock or something? Maybe yeah, like X-ray goggles. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I don't know, but we can definitely see. Yeah, just don't look at me or else you'll see what's all in my pockets. Is it? Hey, carry on. Yeah. Is it pocket almonds? Only one of them has almonds <laughs> in it. It's Only always one. pocket almonds. It's the through line of our campaign is it pocket is. almonds. Hell yeah! Yeah, you guys can y'all can go to the you can go to the trippers for sure. Yeah, I didn't know if it would be helpful or not, but um, because obviously, like, we really need to. I guess probably talk to Stephen. I don't really know, but like, um, no, I, I want to go see the rock face, and I think if we can get any supplies to do that, that'd be awesome. Yeah, at, at minimum, I would like to grab a camera from the, the photographer. For sure. Well, here, here's my here's my thought. And this is kind of how Monster of the Week works. Is that this move that you have less. Is that, like, you have a bunch of people who can help you, right? Mm-hmm. And this is, like, regular human-ass knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. There is other games, like, uh, like Heart. Um, which is by uh, Grant Howitt's um, game development studio, where like they have different like warrens or areas where it kind of shows the vibe of what's going on in this place. Like this is a place with humans in it. This has this vibe on it. So it's like the trippers would give you less amount of knowledge, like monster enthusiasts you would get from books. If you want a regular equipment, maybe you can find something interesting. If you really dive in there and you, you spend that time doing that, However, if you want to go into weirder places, it's a way, way more of a risk reward, right? You're going into a place that might tell you more uncovered knowledge, like secret knowledge, but you're definitely putting yourself into danger. So it's up to you. And I think that like, since now that we're in, into a little bit, a mini mystery here, there is like a time clock element involved about what you want to do to prepare to go do these things. Amanda, do you think we should run by the trippers and get a camera and ask if they have an experience with like disappearing images or whatever, or like hallucinations? Or do you think we should go seek Steven or something? I don't really know. I mean, the ultimate risk is to like go see if there's something underneath the gymnasium, like you were saying. I think the trippers are really good at like tactical negotiating things that you might encounter out there Mm -hmm. but like investigating further Mm -hmm. feels like not their specialty Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i am really interested in like this history of the camp as a place to train monster hunters and i think that wherever those records are they might have tools or Mm. a guide or a code or just some kind of evidence of like what what people used to know and like negotiating all of this stuff. So yeah. that I think is a little bit more likely to be successful. Yeah. Let's do that then. I love that. Let's break into the gym. Fuck yeah. Let's do it. Hell yeah. And then Les and Carrie and tried to do a secret handshake that they've never talked about before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's a mess. It's very funny. Uh, yeah. You can, you can head over to the gym. I think the gym is, is near the front of camp. Uh, it was built um, relatively recently to show off that they had a big gym for a bunch of people to play basketball all at the same time. Um, if you want to have a giant dodgeball game, you got to do it in the big gym mm-hmm. with basketballs. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, they also invested. The money was earmarked for dodgeballs, and there are like three good dodgeballs now. And maybe you have to use a deflated basketball for dodgeball as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, so yeah, y'all are heading to the, heading to the big gym. 
there is like a storage space, but it's more of more of a crawl space. It's literally underneath the gym. Like on the outside, there is a there's like a cellar door Beautiful. that goes underneath the gym, which is where you keep all of it. It's also so gross and nasty as you you two are so jazzed up that you're going to heist in there. Um, there might have used to be a lock, but now it is just so scary. There is no need for a lock. You know mm. what I mean? Carry on. Wait. Do what? you have a recent tetanus shot? Yeah, I am up to date on all of the things I could possibly encounter at camp. Wonderful. All right, let's go. Yeah. Polio, smallpox. <laughs> I think you open the you open the cellar doors, y'all walk down, and the cellar, the way in is probably three, three and a half feet tall. You cannot walk in there. Um, less not to like put you on the spot. Mm-hmm. I do think that this basement is not like big enough um for mm-hmm. your height is that okay yes if i get down on my belly i might be able to wiggle yeah. like a lizard or a snake in there yeah it's the thing you've always wanted in your life to be a snake <laughs> being, being a snake so um Let's look for any, like, evidence of monster hunting, anything about, like, disappearing walls, any skeletons or watermelons, just, like, Mm. anything we can find that will give us some information because no adults are talking to us. Yeah. Hell yeah. I would love it if both of you rolled plus sharp, and I'm going to average it out for reading a bad situation. Remember... Less is mind is so boggled by uh, monsters not being what he thought it was. You have negative one to sharp ongoing. Great. So I have a zero total on sharp then. I murdered this roll. What did you get? Got devil titties, baby. (gasps) Oh, shit. I got 11. I got a six and a five. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I got a 12 plus one for a 13. Holy shit. All right, y'all, you get three questions on the read a bad situation one. And because you rolled so well, usually this is advanced, but I'm going to give this one to you. As your third question, you can ask me another question after I give you the information of the first two. Cool. Because y'all, you both rolled so goddamn well. I'm going to give it to you. Damn. Well, we should definitely do, are there any dangers we haven't noticed, right? Yes. And I would say what's most vulnerable to me as in like, Okay, so if they constructed this gym fairly recently, it's near the front of camp, and they, like, tossed a bunch of stuff in storage, you know, to alleviate closet space in other places. Mm -hmm. Like, I would characterize what's most vulnerable to us as, like, if a couple of, like, nosy CITs who shouldn't be down here are looking for evidence of things that the camp wants to cover up, like, what's most vulnerable to us? Yeah, it's like a vulnerability to the camp, yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, But that's only two. Right. And then you, you, the third one, you can wait until after I say it, and you can ask Ooh. whatever question you would like. Cool. Okay. Dang. Hell yeah. yeah. Great. As you are on your hands and knees crawling into the bowels of underneath the gym, I would say the things that the, there are dangers we haven't noticed, that it actually becomes more cavernous as you get closer in there. It seems like what started out as like a man-made structure starts to build out and becomes more irregular. But you start to see that like sports equipment are like embedded in the sides of this crawl space. Like like a cave wall with a lacrosse stick coming out exactly. of it? Exactly. <laughs> that is exactly oh. what I'm talking about. You know about. that common no. thing that we all know about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone knows about that. So it's like the wall has like formed around a bunch of hockey sticks that are pushed over to the side. And there's like a net that's like hanging down 
from the top if you wanted to pull a hockey net out from the top. And much like a cave, uh, it's dangerous, and you all should be careful about cavens. Hmm. It is uh, seems pretty unstable with the combination of wood or rock and stuff that is holding this thing together. I mean, it's a good thing huh. that you have someone in there that can uh, push his body to the limits of human capability. It's true. It's true. In terms of what is most vulnerable to me, I think in terms of looking at the how the cavernous nature and as you go further and further in, and less luckily for Les's back, it starts to get a little bit taller as you get further and further in. You still need to stay pretty hunched, but you, you get more and more space. Is that like it seems that it's going? You know when you look at rocks, or when a geologist looks at rocks, or maybe when you're looking at fossils, and there are only certain fossils in certain places because of how they're put like in the time. layers sure. of the earth. Yeah, the layers of the earth. Yeah. As you go through underneath the camp, the stuff starts to change. It seems like the outermost are sports equipment. And then as you get farther in, it's like things from plays. So there's like paint cans and there are old microphone stands. And there's like a big thing of butcher paper that has like Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat painted on it. Ochre and ochre and ochre and ochre. And uh, like some sets. So it seems like as you go further in, maybe you're going to get to a era or wherever or placed in oh, yeah. where you would get to files and information. I think that as you get closer, every so often there's like an errant folder or maybe like the imprint of what used to be a filing cabinet. Um, I realize we have one more question to ask. Mm -hmm. But Eric, I leveled up in between last session and, and this one. And the move I took is from the mundane playbook. It's called What Could Go Wrong? Okay. <laughs> and that means that when I charge into danger without hedging my bets, I hold two. Okay. And I can spend one to inflict harm on something, right? reduce harm on an ally, or act under pressure and do better at act under pressure. Great. I think Carrie Ann, as soon as she clocks that we're going from kind of like the gym stuff to what came before the gym mm -hmm. is going to like hurry toward the back of the cave and try to get <laughs> to the origin. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. I like that. Um, so Brandon, if you want to ask that final question, go for it. But I think Carrie Ann, as soon as she puts together, this is some kind of timeline. Like she is going toward the source. Hell yeah. How about I would say that, yeah, if you are staying and you're looking around and taking your time, you can get this question. Um, so Carrie Ann, yeah, a hundred percent. You do not get the answer to this last question. Okay. Carry it, Oh, God. Carry. It's okay. fine. Echo, echo. It's fine, 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 fine. And then you hear some bats go, or whatever bats do. <laughs> no, that's what bats do. No, that's yeah. what bats do. That's mm -hmm. what Batman does. 100%. He jumps down and he goes, and then he, fight, and then he hits you. I'm named this because I'm scared of them. <laughs> that's true. So I can ask you anything, right? Or it had to be related to those questions. It has to be related to the idea of looking around and reading what's going on. Okay. So, like, you can ask me a question that's not on this list, but you can't ask me something that you wouldn't understand from some sort of observation. It doesn't just have to be eyes. You can, like, especially because it's you, you might have some sort of, like, kit on you to, to figure it out. But it, it does need to be observational from where you are at this moment. Got it. Um, does anyone have any? I have a few ideas, but I don't like any of them very much. So if anyone has ideas, let me know. I think you can ask for the best way out or this like how to shore up the structural vulnerability. Best way out, I think, is good if you're going to be pulling something out of the wall and definitely the structure is going to get messed up. So like, mm. yeah, quickest way out. 
once that happens, or safest it's way out. A good yeah. Idea. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's what I was thinking anyway. So I thought that was boring, but I guess no, no, no. I think it's useful. All right. Yeah. Um. Cool. Yeah. I'm just gonna ask, what's the best way out? Cool. From what you understand of cave systems and spelunking, as of what this has turned into, you can definitely go out the way you came, as long as there's not a cave in. But there's probably another way out. I don't know if you know what it is necessarily, but I bet if there is an issue, there's a lot of cave systems, especially because it's this combination of like man-made and natural thing. It's probably a quote-unquote emergency exit uh, that might be easier than backtracking. Okay. And I think that if that comes up as you find it, I you will get that information. Uh, maybe there's a thing that, like, <laughs> I don't know if this is true of caves, but, like, the rocks might also flow in different directions towards entrances, like, exits and entrances. And there's a bunch of, like, turnoffs in different directions. It's not just, like, straightforward. Cool. Okay. Yes, maybe less is like taking in the surroundings and realizing, you know, the there's a logic to it. There's a pattern to it. I can probably, you know, use this to help me find my way later if I had to. Hmm. Yeah, he's um, using his mind palace to remember the geography of this cave. <laughs> Love that for him. <sighs> the hockey pucks, they go here next to my sneakers. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, Carrie Ann, you charge forward. Oh, yeah. Uh, what are you looking for specifically? I am looking for the end of the cave. I am trying to go as deep as I can until the objects run out to see what the first one was. Cool. I'm picturing like, you know how you go to a natural history museum sometime and there is like a timeline of, you know, from all the species we have now back to like some, you know, the original algaes that crept out of the sea. Like sure. I'm I'm picturing this almost as like going backward in the timeline of the history of camp or at least camp's garbage, which is part of camp too. Sure. That's true. Yeah, you run past and there's candy bars that haven't been made for a hundred years. Charleston shoes. Exactly. Yeah. There are books and there's, there's like a like an old old timey bathing suit. Yeah, there's some old timey <laughs> there's old timey bathing suits. Um there's some like posters teaching children how to go under their desks in case of nuclear war. Play that will never be relevant again. No. <laughs> Too <definitely> real. <laughs> And you sprint forward, and I think that the and the caves does end. There, it kind of cul-de-sacs at the end. It opens up into this very large cavern at the end, and you see that there are all sorts of things in here. It almost feels like a collage. If someone made like an artistic collage of what ca- what it's like to be at camp, there is just everything here. There are sports equipment. There are clothes. There's plates. There's firewood. There's like there's a half of a car is kind of jammed in there, and I think it all kind of ripples away from one entity in the middle, and it seems like there is a person that is kind of ensconced in the middle of this what? cavern. Carrion falls to her knees and goes, Diogenes, the, the god of camp. I haven't heard someone say that name in countless numbers of years. What? (laughs) Who are you? My name is Carrie Ann Price, and this is going to be my camp one day. Oh, you also go to Camp Diogenes? Yeah. So do I. Really? What? I haven't met you before. I'm I'm a CIT. I was a CIT as well. <laughs> oh hell no! Get the fuck out of there. <laughs> um, like how long ago would you say? Time doesn't mean anything down here, below the gym. It could be last year or 
From the look on your face, it seems like more than that. Um, what's your name? I kind of made an assumption there, and I'm working on not doing that so much. <laughs> no one has asked me that. <laughs> I don't... I barely remember. I think it's... Am I Diogenes? No. I'm... Avery. Hi, hi, Avery. I'm, I'm Carrie Ann. Carrie Ann, as you get a better look at this person ensconced in the wall, you see like rib cage and legs and face and there's skin stretched over it. But really they are a part of this cavern wall, but also a part of the objects that are in there as well. Yeah. Avery hasn't been alive for a long time. Spirits of camp. <laughs> I'm Avery. <laughs> Dust being coughed up. Yeah. <laughs> when you don't talk for X number of years, what? I don't know what else yeah, to yeah. do. I can't do that when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> I can't just say stuff. Yeah. Every time Eric wakes up in the morning, he does cough a little bit of dust. I go, eh, help me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Avery, I I can't really think of like a good way to say this, but um, are you like dead or what? <laughs> No, I'm still alive. Kept alive by the spirit of camp, I suppose. I can't tell if I think that's cool or bad. No, I think my 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 understanding is that it's cool and good. <laughs> um, okay. Do you, do you, like, need anything? No, but it seems that you need something. Yeah, I just, um... I kind of forgot what I came here for on account of I didn't anticipate any of, of this happening. I I guess I was looking, you know, for some something cool from like the beginning of camp um, to, to see, you know, if I could just like learn something or or do something like extra credit. I I kind of um, I kind of messed up. I have to make it up to the director. Yeah, definitely, absolutely. You want to make camp. A wonderful, special place. I want that too. Yeah, I just, um, I just think, given recent events, I probably should, um, should not, not um, talk to you. So I'm just gonna, yep, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. And Carrie sure? starts stepping backwards. We seem like similar people. I, I you Carrie seem Ann? like, you seem like someone who. Kaka. You all right? Who are you talking to? Help. <laughs> Yeah, Les, you come charging up, and you also see Avery, this what person. What the actual fuck? Yeah. Do you also go to camp? I'm a CIT. Ugh. Are they wearing anything? No, well, like, the body, I would say no. But, like, they're also, whatever secondary sex features are worn away. It is just, you know, torso and face and maybe legs, maybe arms, but like they are not outside of the wall. Like their arm ends at the elbow where there is a bookshelf or maybe like in where their li their stomach would be is like a, a deflated basketball. Uh, and, you know, they're really stuck in the wall. Like that one guy in Davy Jones's locker in yeah. Yeah. Pirates exactly of the Caribbean. Thinking, yeah. Exactly yeah. like yeah. that, yeah. Um... Can I do the... I'm trying to decide which one I want to use. 
I would do the one you haven't seen before. I don't think you've seen this before. Okay, cool. If I were to make a suggestion. That's good to know. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so then I'll use my Occam's Broadsword, which is when I first encounter something strange, I may ask the Keeper what sort of thing it is. They will tell you if it or the cause is natural, an unnatural creature, or a weird phenomenon, or a person. And then I gain plus one forward dealing with it. I'm going to say person and also natural and also weird phenomenon. Okay. Or at least, or maybe natural and person. This is definitely a person. Something happened here. I don't think it's messed up, though. It's not with dark magics, Would you say the cause is an, an, a weird phenomenon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. Is like, It's not untoward, necessarily, what, what has happened here. Cool. And I don't like visibly see any signs of like robotics or anything, right? No, 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 no. no. Okay. The one thing it's not is definitely unnatural. Are you hiding out? Because is it the end of summer again? Are you hiding out to not go home? Oh no, is that what happened to you? That is. My, I didn't have any friends, and oh, my no. family didn't understand me, and camp was ending. So before the last bus left, I snuck down here under the gym. <laughs> and I've been subsisting on pretzels and a dropped apple core or two, and the gym, I guess the gym, I... I subsist on the gym as well. And the things that are camp. This is the most cautionary tale for Carrie Ann I've ever heard in my entire this life. Is Carrie Ann's Ghost of Christmas Future. Yeah. yeah, seriously. But I wish if only camp was a little longer, I could have figured out how to how to tell my family what I needed. If only I could have if only I could have done more to make camp better. Yeah, I'm so I, it's where I, I must have failed. So, um, so, so less the, yeah. the thing that Steven wants is to make summer last forever, and I'm getting really similar vibes right now. Do we need to, like, do we need to end this person's life? Like, are they suffering? Um, Brandon, let me know if you think otherwise, but I, I think my main plan would just be to, like, try to pull them out and then do CPR or something and, like, see if they can survive that. Yeah, I think, um, I think, well, one, I think we just like ask them first, but yeah, two, I think, can Les pull out his, um, I see that's an ecto cooler. <laughs> <laughs> can Les pull out his EMF reader and just sort of like see if this is a ghost? Sure. Because like ghosts could, it's still technically natural. So, right. I would say that no, this is not a ghost. This is a person. Okay. Who is alive. And I would say, as you take a look at it, it seems like it's being, and as Avery said, is subsisting on living, on being down here and being a part of the gym. Let me help you. I just want to be helpful. If only... Okay. I don't... Carry it. Carry it. Yeah. Let's get, some, let's get some questions first. Yeah. And then we'll see if they need help. For sure. How um how do you want to help? Like if a supernatural being were to say like, oh, you can make summer last forever and therefore no one ever has to leave camp. Would that be a thing you would say yes to? If that was possible, that would be wonderful. We could be all be at camp forever and be happy. I wasn't <laughs> able to do that on my own. And the camp took me in. Karen's making like kind of no, no, no gestures at less. What, what, what's the problem? Isn't that what you want as well? Mm, um, no, nothing's wrong. I would love to be at camp forever and ever. Um, 
Speaking of, while it we're seems here, like, oh, don't you love camp? I love I camp. Understand. It's so good. I love camp. Um, while we're here doing it forever, have you ever heard of anything like um, illusory? Wait, wait, you, you like going home? Do you have good home no. lives that you can go back to? Not at all. I want to stay at camp forever. <laughs> okay, um, I'm not talking. See, I understand you are. I've been alive long enough to understand sarcasm. Hold the other. You, you, my friend. In the yeah. wearing the Camp Diogenes shirt, you love camp. Wouldn't you want to be at camp forever? Do you do you have something good to go home to? Is is that the whole thing? I mean, I feel like I would be being mean to my mom and dad, who are perfectly fine if I said um, no. But the thing is that people who um, people I trust keep telling me that I need to love camp less. Uh, um, and but no, also, I'm less. <laughs> that but, I need um, to love. That I need to like be less into camp, um, but but then the people who say things like "Hey, don't you want your wildest dreams?" are sort of scary skeletons. Um, not you, <laughs> you know. That's not at all. No offense. That's not. I'm not describing you. I'm describing other scary skeletons I've met um, in the past. I'm a, I'm not. A, I'm a part of camp itself. I will tell you for what you want. I can help you. Are you, what like, you okay? Like? Yes. Are you this happy? This is all I've ever... Wonderful. I'm a little lonely, but I get to hear sure. the... When I get to hear the plays, and you're all very talented. No, everything's great. So, like, ask, you don't need anything. Ask about anyth- the thing. Ask anything. about the thing. Huh? Ask about the, the wall and the thing and the camp director and the and thing. And the, the, the hallucination that, that Steven did. Yeah, so, um, do you, like... Do you know about Stephen? Ah, uh, yes, I know about Stephen. Whoa, how? I hear things, and Stephen's been around when I was at camp, and still am at camp. Um, how do we, like, make sure he doesn't take over? Because he's trying really hard to do that. I cannot say. It's a question that, he, well, of course, we're all, we're fallible as people. I'm sure the director's doing what's best, but if the, all the directors of camp have lost their way, then maybe Steven knows best. How do they lose their way? That's as humans do. They, someone, they lose their way as they drop their wallet in between the bleachers, and then I have it here. This is Billy's wallet. I have it. He has 20 bucks in here. It's mine now. <laughs> and, you know, people leave their scrunchies and their sweatshirts and yeah. things that are valuable to them, and it falls. What are you going to do with 20 bucks? What? <laughs> Anything. Buy a gumball, because we don't know what fucking year it is. Yeah. I could be, I could get a an egg cream or an N64. <laughs> <laughs> 20 years from now or 20 years in the future. <laughs> it seems like I understand you're suspicious of me, but maybe... The no, directors don't no, know. it's not that. No. How can I? Do you need something? Can I help you? Well, I have. There are so many things. I don't um, need all these things. Do you want twenty dollars? I guess like no thanks. You're right. I don't need this. Here, hey, here you go. No, no, no. As, no. And and uh, the, the wallet was on top of the bookshelf, and it gets shoved off and falls <laughs> at Les's feet. Well, like take that. It's yours. Yeah, I pick it up. Yeah, twenty dollars. That's like eighty dollars. Les raises his hand too. It's a tall, tall guy. Am I allowed to talk? You didn't really let me ask questions. You were, you were just being sarcastic before, so I felt like you weren't taking me seriously. Oh, no, I'm taking you seriously. Um, um, so like, <clears throat> um, so like, uh, 
I saw the... Who was the director when you were uh, not in the part of this camp, this current form? Who was the director? Oh, that's a wonderful question. Was it Director Lowe? No, no. I. It's been so many directors have gone by. Okay, I don't good. remember who who was my... That's okay. ...director. I just wanted to make sure, you know, she wasn't. There like, have been, know. no, there have been years and years of directors. Countless people coming through and run the camp. Oh. Okay. Is this, like, like a place for, like... Um, no, okay, this doesn't matter. Okay, here's the mission I'm on. I saw the, our director walk through a wall. What is that? Interesting. Like in the woods, you know? I have not seen that, but I've heard of it. What? Well, the camp tells me. What does the camp tell you? How can the camp talk to me? <laughs> you can... Well, I, I, I mean, this is it's only happened to me before, so you could just hang out here and see what happens. I'll definitely visit you, yeah. Thank you. Sure. Kira, no, no. She crosses her, her fingers <laughs> behind her back. Well, it seems like you're all taking me seriously. Well, I, I only know what the camp knows, and a lot of that comes through osmosis through the old camp handbooks. Mmm. I have a lot of those, too. I just, I guess what I want to know is, like, what, what is camp for, and who knows what is best for camp? But also the more tangible thing me. that I asked, and I want to know the answer to. Oh, yeah, no, no, that, that first, that first. Yeah, sorry, sorry, best friend, best friend. For what is camp for? That's a big question. No one knows. We have to do what's best for ourselves. And as a community of people come together for the summer, who knows? Have fun, grow, learn. Who is to say? I can show you something you might not have. Something else falls out of the out of the bookshelf that's over on, on one side. And it's the the first camp handbook. Carrie and dives for it before it hits the ground. <laughs> it's bound in leather. Mm. It's written on like parchment with ink and has the, the the beginnings of a lot of things that you remember, Carrie Ann. Is it human leather? Maybe. You can oh, look shit. for it. You can look at it. <laughs> Maybe. So if that's helpful, I'll uh and you all you promise that you're doing what's bright for camp and always. Wouldn't it be wonderful if we were at camp forever for all of the all of the kids that don't have somewhere to go back to? Yep. I mean, um, I, Carrie, my yeah, heart says yes and my brain says no. It's I fine. Really don't know just what get the, the fuck you're out of here. You're doubting me? No, 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 not at all. I just, I need to learn to take in the wisdom, you know? And I just, I'm going to listen. I'm going to sleep with this right under my pillow. And Carrie's taking more steps backwards. And I'm, I'm going to just like osmosis in, just like you said, all of the knowledge and the stuff. And then I'm going to come and give you like a book report about it. Okay. I thought we were, are we, uh, I thought we were friends. We're best friends. We're best friends. We're best friends. Phoebe somewhere is like, Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I would like for both of you to act under pressure. All right. I'm going to spend one of my holds to get a plus two to this. Do it. Hey, Eric. Yeah. This voice is great. Thank you. This is great. I love it. Can I use my just another day? Is this due to a monster phenomenon or a mystical effect? Yes, it is. Great. So I get to roll plus weird instead of cool. Amazing. So I rolled a six. Plus two cool is an eight. Plus two from my move there you go. is a ten. 
great. So actually, I think I got the same thing. So I got, I rolled seven and I add two for weird, which is nine, and then I have a plus one to dealing with this thing for my Occam's broadsword. Oh, so yes, you oh, do. Hell yeah. God damn. Hey, we're playing months of the week, baby. <laughs> Hot damn. Brandon likes to say, this is a baby game. <laughs> this is a baby, baby game for game. <laughs> Well, that's helpful because uh, you both look up and an entire scoreboard is falling down from the, from the ceiling and both of you, uh, you, both of you dive out of the way. Shit. <sighs> yeah, we, we gotta go. Let's go, let's, let's go. Uh, we're gonna start dashing to mm-hmm. the exit. Is there... A better way out, Eric? Uh, yes, you can. You can go back the way you came, or there is a. If you can take a left, there's another exit, basically from the cavern. It's basically like, you like feel a little breeze, or like see a little moss or something. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the funniest thing that would be in front of you. <laughs> um, is it a fire exit sign? <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty funny. You feel a breeze coming from the other cavern, and there is a fire. Yeah, that's Brandon. That's very funny. Um, basically, there's a fire door. <laughs> <laughs> at the far on the far end of the cavern over there. That's what these are for. <laughs> yeah, fire stands for um flee immediately. Yeah. Right. Run extra. Run extra. extra. <laughs> Run extra. Yeah, you guys got it. <laughs> Nailed Come it back one. whenever you want. I was a camper like you. And I still am. Man, this I thought bonding with camp would be good, but this I guess I really scared those people away. <laughs> Shit. Are we doing good, or do I need to uh, no limits run the fuck out of here? No, you're fine. Okay. On your way out, lest you see that, like, there's a whole, like, there's, like, a bunch of um old office supplies as well. There's, like, a fax machine, and there's, like, some paper. And you look down, and you see that there's a full ream of Avery printer paper and labels. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, okay. Um, Come back. We can talk more. Fuck. All right. And I I think we just keep running. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, yeah. I know. I'm I'm running until we get back to our cabin. Yeah. Yeah. You bust out. Hey, it's Amanda. Eric and I were out over the last two weeks getting married to each other. We're dating, in case you didn't know. Uh, We're married now. And I just have to say that I have never thought of falling autumnal leaves as nature's confetti until uh, I saw them swirling around me as we were getting nupped. And I have to recommend that you forevermore refer to falling leaves as nature's confetti. Welcome to the mid-roll. So golden in the sun. First and foremost, thank you to all of our newest patrons. There are so many of you, and thank you very much for being patient with your thank yous. So welcome to Maja Zoo, Amy, Lynn, Moira, Jess, Crow, Dakota, Hervasio, Kimberly, and Erin. Thank you so, so much for giving some money every month to one of your favorite, I hope, podcasts supported by people like you, produced by independent podcasters, making this their job somehow in this crushing economy. Thank you so very much. I hope you are enjoying the patron-only Discord and podcast party planning, and all of the other wonderful benefits you get as a patron. Remember, if you've been a patron for a while or you've been thinking about it, you're not sure, you now get ad-free episodes at $8 a month, video content, including the video version of party planning at $10 a month, and so much more. You can even play a one-shot with the four of us live just with you. It's awesome. Go to patreon.com slash join the party pod to support us today. 
It is also a great day to check out another show in the Multitude Collective. As this, another spooky month, comes to a close, we keep it spooky all year long over at Spirits. This is, of course, a history and comedy podcast focused on everything folkloric, mythological, and occult ish. I don't know the adjective form of a cult told every single week through the lens of feminism, queerness and modern adulthood. You can watch my best friend Julia and me go through our entire 20s together over the 300 plus episodes we've released over the last almost seven years. There is so much to enjoy, whether you are here for analyses of mental health and mythology or just some creepy modern ghost stories. I promise we have something for you. Dive in at spiritspodcast.com or search for spirits in your podcast app. We are very excited to welcome a new sponsor this week. It's Green Leaf Geek, who make handmade, curated dice and gear for geeks. They ship worldwide. What up, Europe? I know you are always asking for those sponsors that ship worldwide. Here you are. Go to greenleafgeek.com and check out something they are very excited to promote right now. Their fourth annual advent calendar. Get it? It's like Advent plus Adventure. A 24-day countdown to whatever you're celebrating during the winter season. That has five whole sets of dice and a lot of other surprises, all in one extremely cool gift box. You can save $5 off any purchase of $15 or more with the code JOINTHEPARTY. And hey, if you're listening after the sort of like late fall and early winter season, that's okay. You should still go to greenleafgeek.com because they are so cool. I am sure you've seen some of their designs over the internet. They have perihedrals, polyhedral sets of dice, and the keepish crit sets. I'm sure if you see those, you'll have seen them on Instagram or Tumblr. Gosh, they are so pretty. They have been mentioned on all kinds of fabulous RPG shows, including ours. So once more, go to greenleafgeek.com and enter code JOINTHEPARTY to save $5 off any purchase of $15 or more. We are also sponsored this week by D&D. Tea, which Multitude Community Manager Rue has been buying and loving for years. They make immersive teas for your RPG session. And that's not just a semi-pun on the fact that you steep the dried leaves of plants to make tea. It is immersive. So if you're going to be playing in a tavern, for example, they have a tea called Tavern Brawl that makes you feel like you are there. If you're in the Underdark, their Underdark and Chill has an Earl Grey base kicked up with lavender and vanilla to make it perfect for your session. Something they also do that I think is so sweet is that orders of three or more teas come in a super cute gift box that also includes a dungeon map on the inside so you can, you know, reuse a box and have something fun to save it from going recycled too soon. Listen, whether you get it for yourself, for fellow members of your party, just to feel like you are hanging out and have ambiance as you listen to your favorite RPG podcast, maybe that's during the party, hopefully it is, or a gift for your GM, you gotta check it out. Every tea is only $15 for a big four-ounce bag. That's a lot of portions of tea. Trust me. You can save 15% when you sign up for a subscription at dandtea.com. That's dandtea.com, where subscriptions come with 15% off. And finally, we are welcoming back our very first sponsor to the show. That's right. It's your friend and mine. It's my home away from home. It's 20-sided store. It's the only place where you can get Catan and see a movie and eat the best soup dumplings in Brooklyn all within two square blocks. So many of you have told me that on your first trips to New York or to Brooklyn, you have made it a point to go to 20-sided store. They love it and so do we because co-owners and co-founders Lauren and Luis, who are also partners in Life, Love & Gaming, just like Eric and me, were the first people to support during the party when we launched our very first 
sponsor, and it means the world to welcome them back to the show now. They have even set up a brand new code to last us through the campaign. So whether you go in person to their store in beautiful Williamsburg, Brooklyn, or you shop online at 20sidedstore.com, you can use the code JTPCAMP, all one word, all uppercase, for 20% off your first purchase. Again, that's JTPCAMP in store in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, or at 20sidedstore.com. And now, let's get back to the show. Kerrigan, did you see the Avery paper in the yeah. wall? Yeah. Was that like a um a malicious spirit that um uh that like just looked at whatever was nearest and named itself like uh fire extinguisher or yeah. whatever? I think so. Oh no. There's something really bad down there, huh? Maybe maybe we should flood it. That's a great idea. <laughs> Shit. Uh but for, first first things first, let's uh let's See what the fuck is in that book. Yeah, um, can we like sit somewhere really sunny? I feel like bad stuff doesn't happen in the sunshine. <laughs> that's, that's true. Oh, yeah. I, cool. I know I know that exactly. Vampires don't like sunshine. Um and um other other things, ghouls, goblins. Yeah. yeah. Where do you where do you sit? Doggy juice. Doggy juice. Yeah. Um maybe we'll just like sit like on the side or behind the cabin, like maybe just like just outside the back door in a, a sunny patch of grass. Sure. As you're flipping through this manual, a lot of some things have changed. Other things are have stayed the same. <laughs> Ain't that always the way, Eric, with life? <laughs> Ain't that just it's, how it goes? Listen, I mean, it's not. Here's the thing. Carrie Ann, some of this text is exactly the same in the current, the current handbook, which is wild. Like full, I would say at least two thirds of it are the same, if not verbatim, exactly the same and written in this thing. We've established that Carrie Ann owns as many old camp handbooks as she can get on eBay. So it's True. clear to her what text is the same and what's not. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, there is an entire section on like the learning, teaching and administration of monster hunting. that like Camp Diogenes was also to prepare uh, citizens of the United States to uh, fight against, like, supernatural menaces. Whoops. However, I would say it's not like, we're training the newest set of Ghostbusters. It's more like, in the way that, like, oh, I guess we all need to make sure that United States citizens can go off to war. It feels more antiquated than it does, like, a reveal. You know? Yeah, so it's like when you read the text out loud, it, it has like a translated accent. That's how you know that it's like antiquated. Yeah. It's it's like how scouts and to a larger extent the school system just trains us to be like capitalistic sort of workers. Exactly. Yeah, to exactly. To get output. Right. It's mm-hmm. like, or like the presidential fitness exam was like to make sure everyone was ready to be drafted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels more antiquated than it does anything else. I um, see. There is something written all the way at the back of the book. Uh, there's like a few blank pages for you to take notes. And there is some iconography there. Ooh. Carrie Ann gasps. <gasps> Marginalia. <laughs> <laughs> and Les is like, what does Excuse that mean? What does that mean? It's very God bless fun. you. Um, it's, it's like notes that people leave for each other in books. It's pretty sick. Marginalia? Yeah. I think you made that up, Carrie. <laughs> nah. So uh, there, it seems to be some crude symbols that are written here. In a row, there is an eyeball. There is a log. There is a tombstone. There are two quarter rest symbols. And then a four-leaf clover. A paw. 
a tree, a sun, and then a stone wall. Three by three bricks of a stone wall. Hmm. Okay, so we have to see yeah. the wood on top of the grave. Wait for a second. Yeah. Then look for a four-leaf clover. Give that clover to a bear. Yep. The bear will climb the tree towards the sun. Uh-huh. And then the stone wall will open. But we don't want the stone wall to open, so Shit. we should never pick any four-leaf clovers. You're right. Never. Let's cut to Phoebe. <laughs> What's up? Phoebe, you lock the door to the large flycatcher cabin after tricking all the campers to run out from some Reese's Pieces. Mm-hmm. What do you do? You're back. Listen, this is the third time you've been here. You're very yes. familiar with this cabin at this yeah. point. Phoebe goes over to the trap door, opens it up, and slides down the ladder into the America Ninja Warrior gym. <laughs> the old the old gym. I think at this point there's like a there is like a five dollar IKEA rug over the over the trap door. Oh yeah. Gone. <laughs> yeah, you just you just slide down there. Great. As you land, you hear your footsteps echoing throughout the entire old gymnasium. The water in the pool is undisturbed and even grosser than the last time you were in there. There's even more dust all over the old archery equipment. And the Ninja Warrior gym, the, the obstacle course over on the left is untouched and still has a like a dust outline of carry-on falling. <laughs> There's still like an outline in the dust from the last time that someone has moved their way in. Though it still is, other than that dust, quite clean. Great. So what Phoebe is going to do is in a big circle around where she landed, where the ladder is, mm -hmm. she is going to make a circle of the baking soda. Smart. Hell yeah. How big? Tell me about it. It has to be pretty big because Phoebe is going to make an additional circle inside of that circle. Okay. With yeah. a piece of chalk that she found. What color is it? Is it sidewalk chalk? It's light blue. Oh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Do you write your name in big, in big letters in there as well? Yeah, of course, naturally. That's how magic works. You have to write your name in big block letters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so then, or then the devil won't know who it is. Right. And so Phoebe is kind of crafting this circle similar to the one that she had made when she was resting and trying to create her magical bow and arrow. And she takes out a few of the pieces of wood that she had hacked off of the giant branch that the squirrel gave her. Oh, the Savage tree, yes. Yeah, from the Savage tree. And kind of crafts them into a circle themselves. Mm -hmm. I, I want to say that this this wood is incredibly hard. So like do you do you like magic up your hands to do it? No, I think maybe with some twine or something like that kind of just oh, fuck yeah, dude. the pieces together. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, crafts it. Crafts yeah, normal yeah, yeah. magic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't have to use magic for it. That's fine. Ropes are magic when you think about it. Uh-huh, yeah. exactly. And so she places that in the middle of the chalk circle and takes a few steps back. And pulls out her bow and arrow. Okay. And kind of under her breath starts muttering, How doth the little crocodile improve her shining tail and pour the waters of the Nile on every golden scale? How cheerfully she seems to grin, how neatly spreads her claws. 
and welcomes little froggies in with gently smiling jaws. And she knocks and draws an arrow and electric icy blue energy starts lighting up the circle. Yeah, fuck, dude. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, kill that frog. Kill that frog. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. Did you know a group of frogs is called an army because we are covered in green camouflage? Is that true? Probably. Less who's here now. <laughs> and Phoebe lets loose the arrow. <laughs> you fire the arrow and it lodges itself firmly in the side of the gymnasium. And then you see the, like, someone moving a, a Broadway curtain out of the way. <laughs> Frederick the Frog, riding atop his gelatinous ooze, slides in. Oh, Phoebe, you've come back for more, and you're using my skin. That's wonderful. You must have learned the frog fact and how I shed my skin. Unfortunately, we've already determined that you're not chosen for anything, so I don't think we have much to talk about. I can tell you more frog facts. No. Nope. Did you know that a frog can't keep its eyes open when we eat? That's interesting. <laughs> That's because we need them to, when we're consuming prey. Of when a frog swallows food, it pulls its eyes down into the roof of its mouth so we can see what's going on in there. What? That's according to the American Museum of Natural History. So Phoebe's just going to stand kind of silently inside of this circle within a circle and is going to pick up the crafted wooden circle that she's made out of the branches. Hell yeah. And is going to wait until this thing gets closer. Okay. You're not responding. Usually people love pop when they hear my frog facts. Did you not hear me? Phoebe just remains quiet. Okay. Okay, I'll come close. Maybe you didn't hear me when I said you weren't chosen for anything. <laughs> a Bradwick, take me forward. As the ooze, oh the ooze slurps forward while Fred, Frederick is uh, riding it. And he gets Frederick riding the gelatinous ooze, gets right up to the baking soda. Says, oh, that's not Brad. Bradwick does not like that. Seems rude if you're going to come down to my house. And Phoebe is going to throw the circle of wood at Frederick the Frog, trying to lasso him, more or less. Hell yes. Uh, yes. Okay, so, Julio, you want to do the big reveal? Let's do the big reveal, yeah? Yes. Okay. So, Tell the folks at home what you're doing. Excellent. So, Phoebe is using big magic. <gasps> and in order to bind Frederick the Frog, the chalk circle summoned him. But first things first, he needs to be bound. And because the Savage tree is actually used to make this cabin... Frederick can only be bound by mm. using the materials of the oh. house that it currently inhabits. Right. Because it's a house demon. Because yes. Frederick the Frog is the house demon of this goddamn forsaken gymnasium. Yep. Yes. And so the only way to bind him is with something that this house is made of. So that is why Phoebe Damn. got a branch from a squirrel. Fuck Incredible. Yes. Hell yeah. I love this. All right. So here's the thing about big magic. You can get anything done if you have enough equipment and, and items and uh, the Time is right, and the moon is in the seventh house in Monster of the Week, right? Mm -hmm. Jupiter so, lies with Mars. Yeah, and it's the age of Aquarius. Very mm -hmm. important. Um, <laughs> and then, like a bunch of people you weren't expecting on stage to get naked, and then that they happens, sure do. and you're and you're there with your grandma, and it's a there's a lot happening, and you're never going to see hair ever again. And your grandma's like, "That's impressive." <laughs> Brandon, 
I can't believe you know what my grandma sounds like. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. Incredible. So in terms of that's what big magic is. Phoebes. I still need you to roll a magic roll here to figure out if you can let if you're going to to bind uh, our good friend Frederick the Frog. Great. Although you have all the components that you need and you you compiled them, we still want to roll here. Okay. No whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. So roll plus weird. One's on the floor. If it's good, keep it. Devil's titties. No. So that's gonna be an eight plus two weird. Yeah! yeah, our weird best friend. The magic works for that issue. Choose your effect, and I think we already know what the effect is that you want to you want to bind Frederick within the hoop. Yeah, what does that look like? Are you throwing it like you're trying to like you're at a carnival? Yes, that's exactly <laughs> it. Honestly, Hell yes. Phoebe kind of tosses it underhand and spiraling towards <laughs> this frog. Right as he pulls the frog from off atop of the gelatinous ooze. Yeah. Yeah, you last you tied him up. Somehow, magically, you might say, the hoop snugly fits around Frederick the Frog. As he struggles, um, there's like sparks of blue light reminiscent of Phoebe's own magic. What what if I told you all the frog facts I know? This I don't like being how did you do this? Phoebe looks down at the frog and says you are an unnatural creature, and by the laws of nature, you must be destroyed. F- Frogs are very natural. We have teeth. You're not natural. Bradwick, help me! <sighs> and Phoebe's going to knock another arrow and pull back on the bowstring. Hell yes. You want to inflict, just straight up inflict damage? Yeah. Okay. As this arrow hurdles towards the frog, you see a montage of Frederick and Bradwick in like pastel no. <laughs> watercolors. Sepia, yeah. What, that, what was that song from Toy Story 2 that was Sarah McLaughlin? It was like, Because She Loved Me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everything was beautiful. Every hour spent oh, no. together lives with Getting ice cream. Heart. The ice cream gets trapped in the ooze. <laughs> Yeah, that th- that arrow goes right in between the uh, Frederick's uh, big old frog eyes. Yeah, and there is a there is a glowing blue arrow in Frederick's head right now. Bradwick the ooze makes an unholy noise, only known from uh, uh, the terrible cries of those who do not have a mouth, and tries to charge you from your baking soda defenses. I would like you to roll plus cool and act under pressure, but I will give you plus two because you have defenses to keep Bradwick from you. Well, that would be a 10 then. Ooh. Fuck, man. Bradwick tries to cross the cross the line of the baking soda. I feel like Phoebe reaches behind her and grabs the still like has some stuff in it bottle of the baking soda and splashes it on Bradwick. Yeah. Oh my god. Kick some ass, please. Yes. Oh my god. Uh, eight. Okay, eight. Yeah. Part of Bradwick sloughs off as Bradwick makes another unholy noise and tries to throw ooze at you. I think one gets you in the hand um, and you take one harm, but of course it's ranged, so Bradwick cannot engulf you, do its engulf move. Dang. I would say if you want to attack again, if you're doing another plus tough, you get negative one forward on that as you got caught in the hand. Okay. Yeah. Frederick is crying out, be like, no! I thought I knew what I was doing. Why would you do this to me? I am just the house demon here in the Kingfisher cabin. And sometimes people come down here and they they find secrets and they might be chosen. Because I am chosen by nature and nature has deemed you not to be chosen. 
I'm a big whammy, that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's the stuff. Do a big whammy and the negative one on that. Okay, that's an eight. Yeah, with an eight, you do how much harm with big whammy? Plus two. Ignore armor. Hell yes. What does that look like here? As we've established before, it is basically a punch, but then electric blue energy radiates off of Phoebe's body when it happens. Sure. Phoebe, this is a full-on uppercut, like straight out of Street Fighter. You were just catching Frederick the Frog right in his goddamn froggy chin. Mm -hmm. And as you do that... Frederick just explodes into green goo (laughs) that just unforms and splatters across the wall. Um, The ooze then also destabilizes and once again unleashes an unholy scream. Yeah. Warbles and unforms as well into another similar ooze. And all of it kind of like shuffles towards the pool. Interesting. (laughs) It kind of just rolls, rolls away into the pool. And you hear somehow on the wind... Well, no one, no one even is a chosen one. This was all a lie in the first place, and you suck. That's what you think. (laughs) Phoebe's gonna dip her arrows into the goo that was Frederick the Frog. (laughs) Hell yes. So good. And then, like, look up into the, not the sky, because obviously she's inside, but look up and be like, that was for you, Chuck. (laughs) Damn. You'll know it's me because each frog species has its own special call. (laughs) (laughs) As you dip that arrow into the nasty, nasty goo that was once Frederick the Frog, you get an extra attack, which will do plus one harm. Ooh. So when you want to inflict harm using that one arrow, you get get to use it once, and it does two harm ranged magical. Hell yeah. Cool. The, uh, okay, I wasn't one of these, but the golden poison frog was has the distinction of being the most poisonous animal in the world. Aren't so, you dead? My spirit's still kind of bopping around in here. <laughs> All right, I'm binding your spirit here so it can't go bother other people. Oh, yes, Phoebe, just fucking own him. You got <laughs> it, Chuck. No, now I'm trapped and I don't even get to go in and out in my cool frog body. <laughs> I hate you. Good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn. Oh, yeah. Phoebe's just like puts everything back in her little backpack and crawls out, lets the rest of the flycatcher girls back into their cabin, and then is walking back towards the cafetorium. All the flycatcher girls are going, ah! <laughs> I can do anything. I can run a mile so fast. I'm Reese's Pieces powered. They have, like, rappers stuck to their yeah, faces yeah. in various Incredible. spots. Chocolate Get out smeared. of the way! Ah, Brenda's coming through! <laughs> Incredible. Um, I think Les and Carrie Ann would be, like, racing out to find Phoebe to tell her about the the book. Well, yeah, like, like book stuffed in, you know, our sweatshirt or, like, in our bag or something, mm-hmm. running to wherever she is. Oh, uh, hey, guys, what's up? Oh, oh my, my God. God. We have so much to tell you. Okay. <sighs> you guys okay no um we kind of and then like look around like you know 
gesture Phoebe over to like buy a tree or you know, some semblance of privacy. Yeah, we um we kind of like went under the gymnasium um into the storage area and I, I kind of like ran to the back of it. Um and we found a like camper who has been absorbed into the wall and has lived there for probably decades and kept saying things like, Don't you want camp to last forever? And like <laughs> if, if you if we're friends then um shouldn't we like uh you know like work together and like overthrow the director basically <laughs> and then I did have to tell them that we were best friends but we are not I just okay. had to say that in order to get out of there so if you felt like some kind of disturbance like that's what that was I just wanted yeah. to like, get ahead of that yeah and then we found this book. thanks for letting me know <laughs> yeah and um and then uh, Carrie Ann holds up the book and opens it to the last page with the symbols. And um, we found a camp handbook and it turns out that like maybe monster hunting, which is kind of like a thing people did, like starting fires and like making rope and like learning knots and stuff. Um, huh. But there's these these symbols on the back and um, we needed to come find you. Oh, OK. Also, the director yelled at me and I'm having a really bad day, but this is kind of making it better. So um, do you yeah. want a hug? Yeah. Phoebe gives her a really big hug. Oh, oh, Phoebe, I really needed that. Thank you. OK. Uh, let's go figure out this, this weird symbol stuff. Les, do you still want me to show you how to debone a chicken? Yeah, I do. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> so, I definitely want to do the end of session stuff again, because we didn't have explicitly a mystery. But I think that, like, the vibrancy in which we do stuff <laughs> just should validate some of this. Did we conclude the current mystery? I would say yes. Sure. At least for Phoebe. Phoebe got totally. closure. That's so. true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's I'll true. take that. Did we save someone from certain death or worse? No. I don't think no, so. No, Avery kind of did that to themselves and they are still there. <laughs> so certainly no. not. Did we learn something new and important about the world? I think so. We learned I about so. Avery. Yeah. 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 And the first version of the camp. Handbook, yeah. That's big. And did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think mm. anything new. We've like yeah. developed stuff, but yeah. 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 I mean, that's new. two. That's fine. I think that that's two. That's definitely fine. Yeah. So, we mark um, one experience. so you, you mark one experience. Cool. Yay. Good job, team. Good job. Yeah. Everybody. Best friends. Everyone, everyone put your hands in. And on the count of three, we'll say eyeball log. Tombstone, two no, quarter we'll four quarter paw tree, sunstone wall. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm ready. No, you don't. You, you go eyeball, log, tombstone, and then you wait two beats. And then you say, <laughs> then you say four leaf clover and the other ones. Okay, ready? Okay, okay. I'm ready. Eyeball, log, log, log tombstone. tombstone. Rest, rest. Four leaf clover, paw tree, sunstone wall. We cut to the director's office where she has a, has an old, like an old, like 1980s uh, office phone in the crook of her shoulder balancing in her, in her ear as she's looking at some papers, but she has to move it away because the voice on the other end is, is so loud. It's like, yeah, yes, Mrs. Johnson. No, I, I, I don't know what to tell you that Jimmy turned into a big ball of fire and now he wants to express himself as a big ball of fire. I, I, that's not, I... That's his choice. That wasn't. He found the fire god. That's like. <laughs> I didn't. You know, we'll call, I'll call you back. We'll see. I'll see if I can get my hands on him. I'll put some torches out. Okay. Great. Thanks, Mrs. J All right. Bye bye. Slam. Oh my god. Oh fuck. And she takes the the lanyard off of her, uh, around her neck. She 
she's like, but she's playing with her keys. She's playing with all of the ID cards that she has from the various things that she does around camp. And be like, this is not what I thought it would be when I get to run camp. <laughs> God, you know, if I had more, t- if only I had more time. It's only you only have, the camp's only eight weeks. Maybe we could figure it out. We could get it right if we had more time. And Jimmy should not go home to Mrs. Johnson, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. She flips around her ring of keys and and holds the the whistle. Says, God, I shouldn't have yelled at Carrie Ann. But she's so annoying. She doesn't know better than me. I'm the director. I've been, I'm figuring it out out and she squeezes her hand around the whistle she opens it and it's kind of just like all black soot in her hand she says god fuck I just need the metallurgy hut to make me like four decoys I keep I keep crushing them when I'm mad about carrying <laughs> specifically about carrying 